0: The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at MSLandBank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team, staying connected to you because of CSpire, the number one network in Mississippi. CSpire, customer inspired. If you're just tuning in, we had an eventful first hour. The leadership in college football—not all of it, but some of it—is an absolute embarrassment. There is no spirit of competition. Let me say it again. There is no spirit of competition among many of the leaders in college football. Not all of them. But many of them. There is no spirit of competition. It's a big, fat joke. It's horse manure, what they are doing in the Big Ten. So I'll be rooting for Florida (laughs) in the SEC title game. Not, okay, not because I want Florida to win. I don't really care one way or the other. I actually pick Alabama to win. I think they will. But if Florida wins, it would keep Ohio State out. That's what everybody deserves at this point. And it's really not even Ohio State's fault. All right, we'll see what comes up with the rest of it. <laughs> also, if you're tuning in, we had Jonathan McMillan on from DaVinci Equipment in Madison. And we're kicking off the, oh, dear, Big Buck Challenge, the BBC. It's going to go on all throughout to the end of January, to the end of deer season. We'll even let people bring deer in and have them scored the first couple of weeks of February. We'll give prizes away to the winners in the Big Buck Challenge in the middle of February. And uh, so take your big deer that you kill legally to Divinity Equipment in Madison. One of my favorite deer hunters is on hold. The man they call Hawk Chicken Hawk from Parts Unknown. What's up, Mr. Hawk?
1: Well, I just, uh, you know, tried to get in there, and I and I, I couldn't make it in time there. Cowboy Bill couldn't get me on with you and John. And Cowboy y'all both Bill. Were running y- <laughs> yeah. You know, Cowboy Bill, what? Yeah, y'all, uh, you and Cowboy, me—he couldn't get me out of Bless his heart. He tried though, but I had to—I had to text Jonathan, and Jonathan wanted to know how he sounded. I told him, you know, he always be sounding good. He ain't quite got the—he ain't quite got the radio personality that I do. But anyhow, look here. One, I got. Knocked, you got to give me a little bit now, because you know I've, I've been hurt, I've been out, I've been on that. Uh, dang, you know, not in danger list, but I've been on the injured reserve list. So let's <laughs> do rooster. Yeah. And I have I've been sick, but you know the dude rooster let me tell you something. You know I know chicken, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a chickenologist. I have a CHD, you know, yeah. so uh I I don't know what kind of chickens that uh he might would accidentally be up in a chicken house servicing, but if that rooster there was to go up in some of the hen houses that I've got and know and go to they would cackle him smooth up out of there with that stupid crap that he was saying while ago about Ohio State. They ain't played but five game. I mean Dad Gone, come on, brother. It ain't gonna be played but six. Hey, Mississippi State's gonna be done ended up playing more than them. They may not win as much, but but we on our way, hashtag Hell State. But now then here's the thing. Uh, I am on the Jonathan Macmillan, the Davinny phone line. Uh, the oldest in the United States of America, where you get the best value for your buck and where you get the best service and where you treat it like family. Uh, Jonathan, I ain't going to charge you for that, my brother. You can text (laughs) me back later if you want to send me some money. (laughs) Because see, Espen 105.9, the zone, uh, uh, Pickens, uh, Jackson, they pay me, Jonathan, you know that, so you keep your money. You know how it is. But listen, here's the thing. For that Big Buck Challenge, The grand prize is gonna be Supper with me, Matt, the bulldog, and then Mr. Jonathan Macmillan. We'll take pictures. Of course you know I'll give y'all some autograph pictures and all that. But that's gonna be the grand prize for the big buck and I'll bring some of my deer meat. I'll tell you what, I'll give some of my deer meat away because you know I gotta do this my deer meat. Make some really good deer meat. Deer, about the best, probably the best, don't. He?
0: Yes, yeah, it's very, very good. Yes, very good. Yes, and
1: I I've got, I got two in the deep for you right now, and I got some new flavors. You ain't tired yet. So, anyway, you and Jonathan, when I, I'll call him back here in a minute okay. as I get off. I'm, I'm you know, so I'm going. We're going to rig that up. That, that's, that's going to be the. I don't care about that brawler and all that. That's really good stuff. Is and, and those people that are sponsoring, hey. Y'all go ahead, but 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 the but the big prize, the big prize for Santa Claus to put up underneath your tree. Of course, deer season don't end to the thirty first January. But anyway, uh, is supper with Matt and Chicken Hawk and Jonathan McMillan. How's that? Sounds good. Let's do
0: it. I'm all for it. Hey, thanks for the call, Chicken Hawk. <laughs> You better answer that CB radio right now. (laughs) You better answer it. Hawk, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I don't know how you transition, but he's throwing prizes in the mix. We'll discuss it. Uh, Why not? We'll discuss it. Let's just go outside somewhere, sit six feet apart, build a fire, and Chicken Hawk, bring the deer meat. And look, if you're the winner of that prize... All you got to do is sit there. You don't have to talk. He's going to do all the talking. In fact, the only person who's done more talking on the radio the last few days than Chicken Hawk, our our five-star caller, is Neil Price, the voice of Mississippi State football and men's basketball on the radio. He is Hale State Voice on Twitter and Instagram. Y'all give him a follow if you don't already. And he's on your radio right now. Neil Price, thanks for giving me a little time because I know you had a basketball game last night. You were working. Hope you're doing well.
2: I'm good. I'm just really curious to know if Chicken Hawk had Snowman and Fred on the other end of that CB radio or not.
0: (laughs) I don't know who that was, but he's called in at times, Neil, and given me pointers on things you should and shouldn't say on the CB radio. Um, He knows it. This is like, we're talking about a veteran right here. Like, like you said, he would have fit right in, in that scene on you, on the movie screen. You know what I'm
2: saying? The only thing I know about the citizens band, or at least what I used to know is that channel 19 was always for the over the road truck drivers. Yeah. And that, uh, as the bandit told Sheriff Buford T. Justice, "You don't cuss on this here radio." That's <laughs> those are my two. Those are my two things that I know about the citizens. Band.
0: Yeah, right. The citizens band. Well, you know, as a kid growing up, we used to always hear you'd say, "You know, ten four, good buddy," and that's how you'd say goodbye to somebody on the CB. Chicken Hawk told me that you do say ten four, but you better not say "good buddy." He says you don't want to say that. He said that has a whole different meaning nowadays. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, yeah, I learned something. That's right. I learned something. There you uh, go. There you go. So that's what I'm saying. now he can educate you on that CB radio. Neil, um, I, I know there's a lot of places we could start in our conversation here today, but the most recent basketball last night, it was, it looked like it was interesting in the first half. Jackson State went on a little run and took the lead on Mississippi State, but Bulldogs turned it on in the second half, huh?
2: Yeah, and give Jackson State a lot of credit. You know, those guys were playing their first game of the season. They had a few that had been postponed because of COVID protocol. They were a little shorthanded, uh, didn't have a player that had been two years in a row, uh the SWAC Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, that was a late scratch for them last night. And they came out and played in that first half like they were excited, that they were glad to be playing. Um They got a fantastic scorer, uh, that is the SWAC preseason player of the year and came out, you know, with a hot hand, hit three threes real early in the game. And then state kind of started to find its way defensively and in the second half really used, you know, some high pressure defense to start turning Jackson State over and turning that defense into offense. And I think it was a 16-0 run to start the second half. And next thing you know, they're up by 30 at one point. And and they're coasting the rest of the way. Got a lot of young guys in the game. So, you know, good night, good homestand. Uh, they won all three games. Uh, they're above five hundred now. I dropped those first two down in Florida. And, and given everything that they're having to work through with COVID uh, and how that kind of changed the start of the season, and given that they've got seven new scholarship players on this team that are still trying to learn how to play the game with one another, I think all in all, pretty good result.
0: You know, as you were talking, Neil, I hadn't thought about this, but there are some parallels, aren't there, with the Mississippi State football program and the basketball program in that there's a whole bunch of new players you're having, first-year players you're depending on on both those teams in a year where you didn't have a normal run-up to the season to kind of get those new guys ready. I mean, am I am I right in that you can see some similarities in the situation Mike Leach has had to deal with and what Ben Howland is having to deal with also?
2: Yeah, I think the difference is, you know, with, with the basketball team, Matt, you've got a guy like Iverson Molinar, who even though he missed those first three games, yeah. as soon as he got back out there, you know, last Friday against North Texas, you knew he was going to change things for him, and he was going to be one of those veteran guys. You've got abdul who's a fifth-year senior, who can provide some leadership and really is a difference maker on the defensive end. DJ Stewart's been in the program for three years, even though this is only the second year that he's played because mm-hmm. he redshirted. So you've got three guys on a five-man team that you know have some experience, where in football, you, know, you might have had that early in the year where you had some guys on the field who played some football here, but now, I mean, you're looking at Osiris Mitchell, and he is a veteran guy, probably the veteran guy in that skill group. You know, Peyton's a senior, but he's only been here a couple years. Uh, offensive line, you got a couple old guys up there who have to provide some leadership. And then on defense, obviously, you've got Kobe Jones, Spencer, and, and Errol Thompson that have been around for a long time, played a lot of ball here. But I just think because the numbers are what they are in football, it's much more noticeable how many of these young players have had to step in and, and really do something right away. And no, no. it's been fun to watch that. I mean, last last three weeks, uh, last three games, I know two of them haven't gone state's way, but it's still been fun to watch these guys kind of figure it out a little bit.
0: Figure it out and seem to be getting a little better and, and give you the feeling that they, they've got some – a chance, you know, some hope and a chance going into some of the ball games. And you know you start to feel that way now, seeing some flashes from that young basketball team. But man, Neil, it's like i i'm I'm watching some of the ball game and uh, and listening to some of it and and I feel like I need a roster, you know to to learn faces yeah. to learn faces and names. You're like five or six games into it, and I'm sure that roster is pretty handy for you in the hump also, right? Like still getting to know those guys.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, and, and the thing that's been toughest for me, even though these two guys, in terms of stature, look nothing alike, you know, we've got two Smiths. We've got Davon that plays backup point now, and we've got Tolu, who plays down the block, who was fantastic last night, you know, with a double-double. But I have those two Smiths out there, and you just kind of take for granted that you can use a guy's last name as an identifier. And then you catch yourself kinda in midstream, well, wait a minute, who's playing point right now? You know, let's make sure let's make sure we don't have two guys out there with the same last name. But uh you know, that that's been the trickiest part for me. Uh but I I, you know, I think they got a really good group of of newcomers on that basketball team and you know, I think Colu's gonna get a lot of the headlines out of that group just because he he transferred in from Western Kentucky. He had a redshirt year. He's kind of a a guy who's been able to to work on his game a little bit. Big strong guy that gives him a real scoring threat in the paint, uh, you know. But those other guys, you know, Davon Smith's gonna come along. I mean, here's a guy that started as a true freshman, first collegiate game he ever played in, you know. So mm-hmm. I mean, literally learning on the job, and that's not an easy. I mean, he started against Clemson, started against an ACC team in his first game in college i mean not a lot of guys doing that and uh you know Keandre montgomery's getting to play a little bit not as much cameron matthews i think but Olive branch has been uh he's been fantastic on defense he, in the offensive stuff's gonna come along for him but uh, what he does to help other players on the offensive end has been good you know early in the year too so these young guys going to be fun to watch. Uh, I hope people are getting to watch them either on TV, uh, the few that are getting to come to the hump. I said last night on the air, we're seeing a lot of familiar faces. You, you tell that season ticket holders who were able to get tickets and, and be a part of it this year, they, they've been real steady uh, these first three games that come and support the team. And I know that it's good to see that from my seat, and I'm sure the players and coaching staff appreciate that too, given everything going on in the world. and um yeah, you know, it's it's just it's it's a ni- for me. It's a nice distraction, is what it is. I'm glad to be working, but it's a nice distraction from everything else going on in the world. That you can come and you can watch the game and kind of unplug from the outside world for three hours and and just enjoy it.
0: That's right, Neil Price on your radio right now. He is Hale State voice. He called Mississippi State's basketball win last night over Jackson State he'll be on the call for the football game Saturday uh against Auburn so um for a, And the uh,
1: basketball game too.
0: <laughs> and the basketball game Saturday man Neil like for you as a broadcaster you you're in the overlap season aren't you?
2: Yeah, and you know I mean we're all kind of learning that aren't we, you know because football hasn't gone mm-hmm. into December here In a long, long time when it didn't involve a bowl game. I I was reading through the game notes earlier and the last time that state played a game in December that was not a bowl game was against San Francisco in 1941. December 6th, 1941, the day before the Japanese invaded Pearl Harbor. That's crazy. That's crazy. To think about that, but all of us now uh, you know, in, in the midst of this pandemic where we are becoming footnotes in, in future sets of game notes as we go forward. Will Rogers is going to be a footnote because he's the, he's going to be the quarterback for Mississippi State that started one of the, one of the latest games ever played in a regular season mm-hmm. for state. Same thing for Bo Nix on the Auburn side, you know, and anybody else that gets in the game for them on Saturday. Um, The first time I've really had that thought, you know, I just go into it thinking it's a game, you know, but now you're like, this is, this is wild, that just the season doesn't go on this long. And, and here we are.
0: And here we are. Well, and, and for you, we were talking about how new everything is in basketball, Neil, but it's not only for coach Howland and the team, but it's new for you too, with coach Richard Williams moving back into coaching. He's now at Southern Miss. And so that was your color guy for basketball What's it like, what's it been like calling these games solo, all by yourself?
2: Well, it's an adjustment because, you know, I think Coach Williams and I got into a pretty good routine with one another. We built some really good chemistry together over the last three years. Uh, I miss him terribly. Uh, I don't care to tell you that, you know, because, number one, I just enjoy being around him. Uh, He's. He acts about half his age and that's a great gift. I think when you can do that, he's, he's, he's a very youthful person. And, uh, you know, I, I missed that time, but, but I also learned something when I was around him. He, he could teach people about the game and could break it down on a level. I think where even if you were a, a novice, you, you could understand the point he was trying to make. And I think that's why he was such a great coach, why he still is a great coach because he's got the ability to teach on a level that a lot of folks can understand. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I was never a competitive athlete. I was never a coach, but I imagine that there's just something in you that, you know, it never really goes away. The, the competitive part never really leaves you. And, uh, I think, you know, for him to want to get back in and do it, uh, I, I encourage that because, listen, he taught me a lot, and I know he's still got a lot. He can teach a lot of people. So I'm happy for him uh, from that standpoint. But I miss having him uh, at the games with me. Uh, and, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate for the fans, too, because uh, I don't care to tell you. I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. But what, what we lose without having Coach Williams is that you just don't have the ability to, on the broadcast now to really break down some of the X's and O's and the really fine details that go into why a play worked or why it didn't that that you can give us in football and, and that Jay helps give us from the sidelines in, in football we just don't have that in basketball and I told somebody the other night kind of jokingly I said you know I can spot bad footwork occasionally on defense and I can point that out or I can maybe see something as obvious as like last night you know uh, Jackson State tried to trap in the corner and you know i think it was Tolu smith or dj stewart one just had a, a you know, really really good look underneath and jv and davis had sealed off his defender and he's got an easy chance to get a layup right in front winds up going to the foul line well okay i can break that down that's easy i mean the numbers were in their favor and jd does a great job with the seal beyond that you know I, I don't i can't get into the details very much so i try to go more based on stories and trends and, and kind of keep people informed of what's going on there. And, you know, I did a lot of games by myself, you know, Kentucky, I did 12 years worth of women's basketball by myself and 12 years worth of baseball by myself. Uh, you know, and it's not, it's not a foreign concept, but, uh, when you work with somebody as good as Richard Williams for three years, you, you absolutely realize what you don't have when it's not there.
0: Sure. Yeah don't know what you got till it's gone but in our case we knew what we had you know
2: <laughs> oh yeah we knew we had one of the best That's yeah not... and and i put i'd put him up there against anybody if he ever wanted to do it again i mean he he could do this at at, at the highest level if he wanted to he's that good
0: at it. There ain't no question about it it was like going to school just listening and uh and that kind of thing but I will tell you neil listening in uh you do a heck of a job uh, but i'm not here to butter your bread but it it really is an excellent broadcast considering you know that you're uh, flying solo on it but thank goodness at least you'll have one ball game this weekend you won't be flying solo It'll be us and we'll be uh, watching a little football against the Auburn Tigers Neil it's good to hear your voice. I appreciate some time here today on this Wednesday man I'll see you on Saturday. I'll see you Saturday all right thanks that's Neil Price. Y'all follow him on Twitter if you don't already at Hale State Voice, and listen in to him on the radio when you get the opportunity. Alright, we'll jump back in. got a whole bunch of your text messages to take a look at here. Rex and Caleb and Jason and Fred and Denzel and JM and Miko and others and QB1 and others and others and others. We'll get to all those and your comments on the live stream coming up. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around.